With his intuitive mentoring and strategies that help businesses succeed, Mark Howard trains business owners to be successful. If you want to grow your business fast, then keep listening. If you want to grow it even faster in less than three months, then visit www.markhoward.coach. And now, here is your host, Mark Howard, digital business mentor, author, and psychic medium. Good day, this is Mark Howard, and in this episode, I'm going to ask a very simple question. Are your blog posts engaging? Are they engaging enough? Are they creating excitement when people come to your website and start to read them? If not, I'm going to take you through five top tips that will turn this around and make your blog posts the most engaging they can be. If you're enjoying Mark's podcasts, then why not share this episode with your friends and family on social media so they can also get access to great business marketing gold content. Blogging is a great way to get your business out into the internet it's a great way to showcase exactly what it is you do and how you add value to people and to their businesses what's more blogging is great for your seo as well the more pages you have on your website the more google takes notice of you and the more they'll index you and likewise the more they'll rank you up the rankings but doing blog posts and making them creative making them captivate your audience can be quite hard sometimes and people tend to fall into this trap of literally just sitting down writing something thinking oh, yeah, that that would do and end the story now i'm not going to get into exactly how you should be blog posting there are certain tips and tricks that you should be doing and if you want to know more about those there's a course that i actually run that shows people how to do this and how they can get the most out of their blogging but in this podcast i'm actually going to take you through the top four or five that would allow you to get the most out of your blogging, allow you to get people to engage and interact with them rather than people just walking away and just saying, well, that's interesting, and then walking away and leaving it. Now, some of this stuff may be relevant to you. A lot of it will have some meaning for you. But what I want you to do is try and take some of the stuff I'm going to give you to right now and I want you to walk away with it and actually start to do these in your blog posts from today. So to start off with, what's the first thing you should be doing? You need to be what we call relatable. Okay, so what that means is you need to write subjects or situations or how-to guides, whatever it is, but it needs to be able to relate to your audience, to the people that will come and read your blog posts. If you haven't done a custom avatar, it's good to do one of those. That's the people that will be reading your blog posts. But what you need to do is make sure that when people read it, they understand and they can relate to it. Because if they can relate to it, then guess what? They're going to read it and they're going to digest it and they're going to pass it on and share it. Okay, so when you write uh, any blog content, you need to be passionate about the subject. You need to be passionate about your writing as well. And remember that you're writing to your audience, you're writing to them and not at them. That's the most important thing as well. So be relatable as much as you possibly can do throughout the blog post. The second thing that you need to do is you need to use images and videos. But again, these need to be related to the blog post. Too often I've seen people putting up images that got no bearing or relation to the blog post whatsoever and it tends to confuse the reader a little bit as well so what you need to do is you need to put up a image that will make the user 
connect it to the blog post as well as much as you possibly can do and with the image for example give the image name rather than just taking the default name try and give an image name a keyword that's a top tip here for you by the way give it a key a keyword so rather than calling it image one and calling it sort of my my widget my widget desires jpg just give it a keyword or key phrase as part of the title of the actual image and as I said, video is a really great way to break up the blog post as well. And also gives the extra, what I call, stickiness to the blog post. So what you can do is you can put the video up. And again, it needs to relate to the actual content that you're talking about. It doesn't need to be the same stuff, but you can actually put up a video that can actually give more information, for example, and go from there. So for example, I know one of my customers does a lot with Omega 3 at the moment. So he'll write about Omega 3, but he'll also put up a short four or five minute video from his youtube station that relates to that blog post as well so it's a fantastic way uh, to get people to stay on to the site i would add another thing on this i'll make this point number three i think use podcasting as well so if you've written a post then do a podcast on the post now the post might only be a two three minute read but the podcast might be 10 15 minutes long because you're going into more detail about the podcast it, so you're you're not reading the blog out for the podcast. What you're actually doing is you're going into a lot more detail about it, giving your opinions, maybe bringing in some facts, whatever it is going to be, around the blog uh, around the blog post itself. So that's a great way. And what you can do is you can actually then embed that episode into the blog post as well. What I'd also tap onto the side of that, and this might sound a bit strange, but there's a, there's a reason why I would do this is you can actually take and create a PDF of your podcast, uh, podcast, sorry, of your blog post, and then what you can do is use the PDF as a free download. Now, the reason I say that, sometimes people haven't got the time to listen to the podcast or they haven't got time to actually read the blog, but having a PDF download, say, click here, and, and don't make it one where people have to sign up for. Just literally have a button where they can literally just download it straight away. It allows them to go away and actually come back to it and read it later on or, or keep it as something they want to refer to later on. They might use systems like Evernote, for example, and they can stick it in Evernote and make it. But that's what you want people to do. So you want them to take away the content and actually use it later to whatever they want to do it for. Again, this is all about becoming the go-to person in your industry and your brand and expertise, which is why people are going to be reading your blog posts. Next point on this as well is you want to make it easy to read. Now, I know that sounds really simple, it sounds really easy, but some people just ramble on, don't they? Have you seen this where you go into a blog post and you watch that little scroll bar on the right-hand side of the screen get smaller and smaller and smaller? You think, oh, my God, how long is this blog, blog post going to be? You, you don't want it long. And what I tend to say to people is, you know, if you do more than... I don't know, 500 words, then that's enough. Seriously, don't go above 500 words. Uh, 500 is an absolute maximum for me. I, I tend to keep it around about 350, 400s, what I tend to do with my blog posts. But don't go any more than that because people just haven't got the time. Remember, they're taking time out to read this. And if, you, if you're rambling or waffling all the way through this, then it's, it's not going to help. So what you need to do in the post is keep it really easy to read. Have a nice headline that stands out. Use bullet points if you can do as well so that people um have nice bullet points on there and if you want to see a really good example of this is if you go to the bbc website and have a look at their blog posts they'll have a blog post an article going on about whatever else and if there's specific uh articles related to this 
That's a big R, by the way. But if you see related articles, what they do, instead of saying, you know, related articles, they, they actually say related articles, and then they put the title of the article, and then they link back to that blog post, and they'd have two or three related articles. It's a great way. So have a look at what the BBC are doing. If you're not sure, see exactly how they're doing their blog post, because trust me, they, they're doing it right. They, they're blogging all of the time, so they're doing absolutely the right thing. The last thing you want to be do, do which... It sounds a bit strange, but it's, it's a great way to do this, is you can write now and edit later. Because what people tend to do is they think, oh, I've got to write a blog post and I've got to go and get this and I've got to go and do this. No, the best way to write a blog post, quite simply, is to write it in its rawest format and then save it as a draft. And then maybe save five, six, seven, maybe 10, 15 of these blog posts. Get them all done. And then put them up and then go back. And when you're ready to release one or ready to make one live, then you start to put on things such as the feature image. You start to do your bat linking within it. You start to do the niceties to it and make sure it looks and stands up perfectly well. But you do that when you're ready to launch it. I always do it in its rawest format first, just to get the content up there. Because what you want to do is you don't want to be sitting out in front of your computer one day thinking, oh no, what am I going to do? What am I going to write about? Get the writer's block. If you do get that, by the way, now I've done a podcast on that. I had to get information on blog posts. But if you find yourself in that situation, then by doing at the beginning of the month, if you do sort of 15 of these, or even if you do four a month, so you do one a week, then do those four, but put them in the raw format and then stick them up when they're ready to go. I do exactly the same process with my podcasts and with my email marketing. So at the beginning of the month, for example, my email marketing, I do all my po- my newsletters will go out at the beginning of the month. And sorry, I will write them at the beginning of the month so they're all done on the one day. And then what I do is I schedule them out for every Thursday to go out every single Thursday. And it works because my customers come back to me and say, I love your newsletters. The information you're giving your newsletters are absolutely fantastic. So if you want to sign up to my newsletter, by the way, I will put a link somewhere in the description below so you can find those. The information I give out on that is absolutely brilliant. You won't get anywhere else. The thing with the podcast is a little bit more difficult for me, I find, because you you got to take the time, you've got to prepare them a bit like the blog posts. So what I tend to do is I would tend to do three or four and take maybe an hour or two out, do three or four in an hour or two, and guess what? I've then got a month's worth of podcasts to go out. Again, just start them up a little bit, put nice intros and outros on them, and then I'll stick them up onto Podbean, and then I'll schedule them, do the old set it and forget it routine. So if you're getting into uh, blogging and you're finding that you're having problems with it, they, those are just some things just to really kind of get you get you going you know the problem you're going to have is what we call a skim test people skim their way through they skim their way through everything they skim their way through emails books they skim their way through uh, searching this and they skim their way through blog posts so what you've got to do is you've got to put things in that are really going to stop people from skimming and like i said some of these top tips i've given you just now will really help you out the video for example the downloading do a nice little graphic for that by like a nice little graphic created for that you know and just use that you know want to download this episode you know or download this blog post you know click here and you get a free pdf make sure they know they're not going to have to sign up for anything because people don't like sign up for things like that. 
get yourself out there and make sure that you're blogging at least once a week trust me if you can do that in your industry in your niche and you're giving out really great pieces of information for people you really will become the go-to person and you really will find that blogging will help your business really climb the rankings on places such as google